wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you So I'm living in Siberia right now basically This This is my extremes I go from plus 45 to about a cool minus 12 in my apartment. I that sleep doesn't sound any yeah. different from Winnipeg. Yeah, that's true. Basically. I sleep under a monster that just blows cold air at me constantly. That The vent for the air conditioning is right over my head in the bed. It's awesome. Is there heaters in Kuwait? Um, or is there no I, need for that? I think they bring heaters in in the winter. Well, isn't nighttime? It gets pretty cold in deserts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We shall see. Maybe I'll bring a parka. Probably Mm. not. So who do we got on today? Yeah, you've probably noticed that we have the sweet baritone of uh, Patty. Oh, I thought that was Brent. Brent's Brent's not here today. Couldn't make it. I wish I sounded like Brent. We have (laughs) the the deepest voice I could find in my friend list. uh, Really? Do you think so? If I was putting together a (laughs) mid-90s R&B band, you would be the... I will always be with you guys. <laughs> oh boy, that's you know, about you know, as well as I can sing man. too. Everybody's got a. Uh, I have baritone. no idea what song you're talking about. Uh, it's okay. I like it. I think you, you I were think just boys you were listening too much '70s rock, not loving. No, the you 90s. know what I've been listening to. R&B. What's that? Oh baby, you got what I need. <laughs> Say he's just a friend. Say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. Yeah, that's been in my head for about three weeks. So I'll take anything right now. Give me some boys to bed. <laughs> Why are you listening to that by choice? Or you just it's um, played over the speakers everywhere. In <laughs> no, there are loudspeakers going all the time, though. There is no Bismarcky to be heard. <laughs> oh, oh no! Man. So Patty, what's the good word? First t- long time listener, yeah, first sure time caller. We got Patty. <laughs> I'm sure you prepared a lot. You know, you've been waiting what 77 uh, episodes yeah. to get on the wisdom. Yep. Yep. 77. Is it really been 77? I think you're lying. No, I think this is episode. Paul Coffee. Wow! Holy <laughs> shit! Wait, can I swear? Nope. <laughs> no, no, but that's okay. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Carter. It's a little more work for you there. Fix this in post. So yeah, this wow, is episode you guys are at 78. 77. That's that's pretty incredible. Uh, 78. This is 78. We do what we can. That's a lot of weeks to record a podcast together. Mm-hmm. Almost two years. Yep, we're going on to the two-year we're, anniversary. In, uh, we're going to be wow. common law. Yeah, I get half. Is Eddie Murphy half of say? everything from half. the podcast. <laughs> this is why you don't do stand-up comedy. On <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we don't got bread to keep me in line here today. No, no, no one to crush your dreams except me, yeah. and I'm mean about it, so it's not as funny. I think one of the biggest revelations in uh, the Wisdom Universe this week was uh, Google unveiling the Bacon number. Have you guys heard of this? No. The Bacon okay. number. Okay, you know, you know Kevin Bacon, famous Hollywood actor. There's six, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Well, you always had to sort of manually figure out actors how many degrees of separation they are from Kevin Bacon. No longer Google has let you just type in Bacon number blank actor and it'll spit out a number for you. And <laughs> really? so, yeah. Let's try this out. No, it was extremely difficult. Do it difficult. now. All right, give me an Bacon. actor. Charlie Arnold Schwarzenegger. Chaplin. Start easy. Start easy. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. 
It's two. Everybody is two. That's the joke. Two, yeah, it's two. Yeah. Everybody. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bill Paxton appeared in True Lies. Bill Paxton and Kevin Bacon appeared in Apollo 13. Mm-hmm. Charlie oh, Chaplin. Wow. Two. It's two. I know that one. Okay, this is... Katy Perry is two. Has she even been in a movie? She's two. So, um... Axl Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Elton Kevin John Bacon's is Bacon two. Bacon number zero. Yeah. I, okay, so I went, like, really rare, like, Cool Runnings, Doug E. Doug. He's two, because he was in, um... <laughs> he was in Cool Runnings with John Candy. John Candy was in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with, uh, Kevin Bacon. So it's like, wow. Bill Maher. <laughs> oh, it's two. Everyone's a two. Is this, I don't know. Is, is there really nobody who isn't two? Well, actually, I am a four. Me, Carter from the podcast. Because I'm a the, five. If you're a four, I'm a five. No, you're a four as well. Because oh, we have a, a common. We have a common three. So <clears throat> we were um, in movies with our buddy Kyle, who was in a movie with Julian Richings, who was in a movie with uh, <laughs> what's her name? She played Juno. She's in all these PlayStation games. Yeah, now. Juno Girl, whatever. Juno Girl, who was in a movie. <laughs> With Kevin Bacon. So there, of bacon number four for us. So, so Patty, well, you're now bacon number five. Nice. And you know, Justin Bieber, bacon number four. So if I'm on equal bacon level as Justin we're Bieber, then just, I'm feeling pretty good about it. You know what? Myself. I think our goal in the next, by the time we get to episode 100, yeah. is to lower our bacon number one. Can I get on the we same need a better level connection. as Axel? So what is Axel? <laughs> Two probably. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis Presley's two. Elvis and Cesare Danova appeared in Viva Las Vegas. Cesare Danova and Kevin Bacon appeared in National Lampoon's Animal House. This is incredible. This is mind blowing. Yeah. Axel Rose and Patricia Clarkson appeared in The Deadpool. Patricia Clarkson and Kevin Bacon appeared in <laughs> Beyond All Boundaries. This is so good. I know you can. No, it's not good because I've spent a little more time than I'm proud of trying to figure out like threes and fours. Have Basically, you found uh, Wilfred Brimley? Wilfred Brimley, the Quaker Oats guy with diabetes. Brimley, diabetes. Okay, he's got a one. Wilfred Brimley oh! appeared in End of the Line. Damn it, Brimley is tight. Yeah, apparently. Wow. Bacon is the popularized, most connected person in Hollywood, but actually Dennis Hopper is uh, truly the most connected person. Very weird. It's an ancestral industry, to say the least. Okay, let's find someone else. (sighs) This is like the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. I know. Find someone who's not a two. I know, you have to find like... A movie with no star at all, and sort of go from there. Um, what about Sleepaway Camp star Bruce Springsteen's sister? I'm not sure what her name is. <laughs> she, that's a terrible movie. There can't be anybody connected to Sleepaway Camp. Okay, let me let me look up that one. But it, it's really tough because um, even like someone who played Joan of Arc in uh, like 1907 was a. <laughs> was the Kevin Bacon number two? Uh, sleepaway right. Camp. What, what is Sleepaway Camp? Jonathan Kirsten is a three. From Sleepaway Camp. Is he from Camp. Sleepaway yeah, Camp? He played Ricky. Whoa. 
<laughs> what does Bruce Springsteen have to do with uh, Sleepaway Camp? His sister was the star of it. Oh. Legit. Sleepaway Camp, you won't become an ohm. And the, no. the poster is a Adidas white shoe flipped upside down, impaled through On a, a knife. knife. Yep. <laughs> Those uh, movies are so good. Oh, Sleepaway Cat movies rule. There's a part where they put a guy on a flagpole and then drop him into the cement pad. Oh, it's so good. There's a oh. lawnmower running over a guy's head. Um, the ending of the first Sleepaway Cat movie might be the most terrifying thing ever. What's that? I can't really talk about it on here. Oh, okay. Oh, you can't. Okay. But you should just tease us like that. <laughs> you should. You should all Google it. Ending of Sleepaway Camp and be ready for something that you don't want to see. It's really Sleepaway gross. Sleepaway Camp 2 or Sleepaway one. Camp 1? Ending. Uh, the picture will be there. Google image it right now and tell me what you see. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, Wikipedia. Frequently listed as having the most shocking endings among horror films. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, yeah. I see. Uh, I see. Oh well. <laughs> I'm at Google Images right now, and I don't know. I don't know what to think. <laughs> and you wish you did it. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I hit back a bunch of times, and I hit Google Images, so I had bacon number Wilfred Brimley. So I'm seeing a lot of strips of bacon and Wilfred Brimley and Wilfred Brimley cats. <laughs> uh, the poster of End of the Line was bacon and Brimley together. Bacon and Brimley. Bacon Brimley bed and breakfast. <laughs> No, that sounds like a good band, man. Bacon and Brimley. Oh, so good. So. Luke Perry. Luke Perry's bacon number? Yeah. Probably two. Two, yeah. Luke Perry and Chris Penn appeared in the Florentine, and Chris Penn and Kevin Bacon appeared in Footloose. I I was watching an old episode of Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah. And I, I saw like the first episode where they introduced Luke Perry, Luke Perry's character. Mm-hmm. So good. It's like Beverly Hills High or wherever they are, right? And class is out, and all the cool kids are walking down the stairs. And there's one man sitting on the steps by himself, on like the rail of the steps, right? Yeah. Being like all James Dean, and he's got a book of poetry. <laughs> of course. And this girl walks up to him. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, nothing. Just reading. And she looks at him. She's like, oh, yes. You read books? And he's like, yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> and like fades out. It's like blazing guitar slow comes in because he reads books of poetry. And that's like the introduction to his character for the entire series. Oh, it's that's so, so mysterious. You know he, oh, what a he and that girl are dating in real life now? Yeah. The girl who's like, couldn't choose between Luke and the other guy. It's like, I choose me. Like, she chose neither of them. Well, they're together in real life. They re- rekindled their love on an old Navy. So she chose commercial. him. She chose Luke 20 years later. I don't later. think I've ever actually watched 90210. Me neither. How a, old was Luke Perry? He was like 35 when that show started playing a high school kid. He's got to be he's got to be close to 50. He's 45 right now. Yeah, he's playing a 16-year-old apparently. When he was like 30. He was in his That's what yeah, happens. He's 45 now. 
Oh, remember that show, The OC? There's some girl in, in the later seasons who was supposed to be in high school. And she was like 32 in real life. Oh. That's the way it goes. Now you got me reading about Luke Perry. Oh, he's a, he's a man of mystery. I dedicate this episode to Luke Perry. I watched Rebel Without a Cause on the flight over here. Nice. Oh, yeah? With the Diener? Yeah, solid movie. Did I tell you about my cab driver, Waheed? Oh, yes, you've talked about Waheed a lot. Okay, wa- and every, every time beauty. Every time I see Syria in the news now, I'm just like, what would Waheed think of this? <laughs> oh, Waheed's, He's probably Waheed's posting got- 20 pictures on Facebook about this. Today, we went. We, he picked us up, and uh, he was in a great mood. First of all, he's like, I'm running for like commissioner of traffic in Kuwait. He wants to be in charge of traffic. And he said, I'm going to take all those cameras. See those cameras? He's driving by. Those cameras, those cameras, those cameras. And he's pointing all these cameras. We're like, what? He's going to get rid of traffic cameras? And then he looks and he goes, snipers. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's cheating, we're going to shoot them. Dead serious. He said, no more traffic problems. Snipers. Might be onto something there. <laughs> Waheed is ruthless. Just shoot all the Lebanese who drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh. then he, he cranked up the tunes. He cranked up like 97.4 Kuwait. Ain't nothing but, ain't nothing but a friend. Is that what, he, what he's listened to? No, so it was just, just some a- random... Some random song, and he just gunned it up, and we were like all rocking. There's five of us in the car. We were just rocking out with Wahid. He was swerving all over the road because he thought it was funny, <laughs> and then he was like, prete- he was pretending to drive into people. Like there was this guy walking, and he swerved right at him. What else did he do? Oh, oh Wahid was having a good day. He is so funny. See that camera, sniper. <laughs> what a man. Oh, you should get what's that? Um, what's that taxi show where you like hop in the taxi and have to answer questions for money? Taxi cash, yeah, cash cab. You should get that no. going with him. Yeah, he just he asks you questions that there's no way you could know the right answer to. Just que- it's all his opinions. There's <laughs> no right answer. He asks you questions based yeah based on his entire. What's the worst country in the world? Uh oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> he hits sniper. Yeah. Uh, no, he just throws you out of the cab and then someone shoots you. Oh, he's a good man. He is a good man. He gets it done. He was dressed just pimp today. He had like a fitted shirt on. He's just jacked. What a guy. He says he's 32. He's like 50 something, but he actually looks 30. (laughs) Beauty. Oh, well. What else you got for me, Carter? I'm going to talk about... Christian oh Weston Chandler. This is, Christian I feel like this is such a Carter Chandler. topic. It's like made for yeah, you. Yeah, this is, this is going to get it? deep. What is Christ, it? Christian Weston Chandler is a high-functioning autistic person living in Virginia. Like Eli. <laughs> kind of. Okay, keep going. He is now in his early 30s, and he still lives at home with his parents. Now, have you ever seen The Truman Show? With Jim Carrey? Yes. So it is that movie with Jim Carrey lives in a world that is being constructed for him and filmed 24-7. Work of fiction. Well, Christian Weston Chandler, or Chris Chan for short, 
is living that in reality. And while not broadcast on television, it's on the internet. So the problem with Chris Chan is he, as a high-functioning autistic person, has the unfortunate trait of believing anything anyone ever tells him on the internet. And that can, oh, get, no. that can get in big trouble. So more on that later. So the internet's first exposure to Chris Chan was through a comic book character that he created called Sonichi. <laughs> now, yes, you that can, is... You can put that together. Exactly how it sounds. It is Pikachu and Sonic put together. So it's got <laughs> That's Sonic's, a great character. <laughs> he got, is highly functioning. <laughs> it's got Sonic's eyes and mouth and Pikachu's yellow and red spot and Sonic's shoes and is under the belief that it is the greatest character. Like, it's ever the point created. where like you, they have pictures of his license and he's got a Sonic 2 necklace on in his license. Yeah, he constantly wears a pennant over like around his neck of Sonic 2's face and he, he gets very defensive and so he put it up on the internet and people are just like this is unbelievable. We got to find out who made this. And then they came to the realization <laughs> that this can will believe anything that someone tells him online. So there is an entire wiki called the Quickie, the CWC icky, <laughs> the Christian <laughs> of chronicling everything in his life. So they started off small with uh, someone creating an email address, <laughs> Shigeru Miyamoto at Tokyo.com. And for, oh, for those no. who aren't Nintendo fans like us, um, Miyamoto created Zelda, Donkey Kong, Mario, everything, right? So... This fake email address person goes, hey, Sasanichu, big fan. We're going to make a game. Put together a PowerPoint and we'll fly out to Redmond, Washington, oh, Nintendo power. of America headquarters. And so he just flips out and he's just like emailing back and forth and back and forth and creating this PowerPoint and planning it all out, getting his parents in on it, which sort of accentuate the problem. His parents are... Uh, quite elderly his his father just actually passed away last year um his his mother was like 50 when she had him and his dad was like 60 something which sort she's of like 80 which which leads to uh, you know she's, she like, might think sonic chew is a good idea too yeah like autism is as, as you have your child like over when the woman's over 40 you know you get the increased risk of birth defects yes, like that happens. yes yes so they don't understand the internet at all. So when he comes and shows, Miyamoto wants me to go to Washington, <laughs> they're right on it too. And they're emailing Miyamoto to his parents, saying like, oh my God, thank you for, for you know, enabling our son like this. And then, um, then this he eventually terrible. finds out. I, wouldn't, just... I would not even do this. <laughs> yeah, so there's a tr- the trolls who, you know, pick on him. And then there are the white knights who are reformed trolls. Who, uh, who, you know, realize that they are big, horrible cyber bullies and um, eventually sort of try to help Chris being like, no, man, everyone who you ever talk to in your life is actually just out to get you. So, and he posts... That doesn't help him either. <laughs> <laughs> but he mean just has, in another way. He just forgets about it and people take advantage of, of him. Like, kind of it like was mostly, mostly so 4chan after, that was doing this, right? I th- yeah. I th- yeah, I think Encyclopedia Dramatica so they're, they're all, these, all these winners. Yeah. So there is... <laughs> the next Sega was the Julie Sega. And it was just some guy posing as an attractive female who wanted to date Chris Chan. 
so she would get him to do whatever she asked like hey why don't you take a video camera and uh go around your house and film film your house and so everyone on this Chris Chad website, they've got like every room diagrammed, his entire video game collection <laughs> diagram. Because posing as Miyamoto, they'd be like, hey, tell us about every single game you've ever bought. And so they know everything. They've got satellite images of his house. And so, so this Julie person would be like, you know, show me your house. And he went around filming his house and be like, yeah, my parents are a bunch of pack rats. Have you ever seen any of those shows about hoarding on TV? Like Hoarders Buried Alive? Yep, yep. Yeah, well, that's unfortunately his house is stacked to the roof with absolute junk. (laughs) So that wasn't the only video she had him create. She was like, why don't you film yourself on the internet completely naked? (laughs) Oh, no. Rolling around in uh, compromising positions with your inflatable sex doll named Kimmy. And so he was doing that live on the internet and was being like streamed to all these trolls who love picking on him. Well, they know his phone number, obviously, so they called up his dad, Bob. Hey. Oh, no, it's a dad. You better go check on your son, Chris. He's up in his room. Oh, no, I don't need to. Then they call him again. Chris is on the internet. He says he's going to kill himself. You better get in there. So his dad breaks down the door. Oh, Finds his son naked. (laughs) His inflatable doll. With his sex doll. Yes, Kimmy. And they didn't. They didn't oh, let poor Kimmy. They would then send postcards with uh, that with, with a picture him. of him and the doll to his mother and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. It, while there's audio, tra- I've listened to the audio. Carter, you are a sick <laughs> person. No, well, it's just this is this is the beginning. Twenty years from now, like all these people, are, there's going to be new internet laws, and all these guys are going to be locked up, and this is going to be a precedent-setting case. It's gonna, it's pretty. This wild. kind of thing, like you like watch it's it, it's just fascinating. Like you just can't look away. Yeah, I haven't I've watched. I just like reading about it. I can't. I can't bring myself to watch it. But it's just it's been years of torment. Where, and, where's he at uh, now? Are they still keeping up with him? Or? Yeah, apparently he's like cross-dressing now. All right. He's, he's progressing, oh, I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. This reminds me of the guy who thinks he's Peter Pan. Oh, man, that guy is pretty inc- oh, incredible. Yeah. Is he from Dodge? Uh, it's it's on, on the internet. internet. <laughs> no, it's yeah, he's from like Indiana or something like that. the guy who thinks he's Peter Pan. He's actually... Yeah. Does he talk in a really uh, high voice? Just search it. He shows all his costumes off that he makes. It's okay. terrible. You, uh, we'll, we'll post it to the blog. Here comes some wisdom. Yeah, there's, there's a show called Web Drifter that did an episode on him. And it's just this guy. You just want to be this guy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Maybe him and Chris could get together. Maybe. There's hope for Chris. Is there hope for Chris? I'd like to think that there is. No, what's the hope? What's the best case scenario? Uh, no, what could happen good to him? Nothing. Yeah, I guess it's all downhill from here. <laughs> He's peaked at cross-dressing. Yeah. <laughs> it's all down. He, he had that for a little bit, but... Oh, man. Oh, well. So big news is uh, Chicago teachers are going back to work. It seems like. Oh, why is that? 
I don't. They were on strike for a while because it's September. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. Never even thought. Of I kid. But you know, that is one strike in Chicago that has been resolved. But there is another that is still ongoing. Yes, the Congress Ooh. Hotel. It marks its ninth anniversary last month. Okay. The Congress Hotel, our old, our old hangout. Our old hangout in Chicago. Yeah, they're still on strike. Are you serious? Yeah, and you, so this is you know, um, we're talking. We went there five years ago and they were on strike. <laughs> yeah. So actually, we actually so went there five years ago and they were on strike. Yeah, they're still. It's been nine years, Trevor. And so, like really, boys, maids, front desk people, still on strike. And only half of them have found jobs, or like have given up and found a job somewhere else. What, what keeps them hanging in there for that long? Just the, the hope. <laughs> the hope. They love that the hotel. The hope of what? They love that hotel, you guys. The hope of moving luggage for mediocre pay? Yeah, I think at the time that they were making $7 an hour, well, the industry standard was 8 so they went on strike. And it's been nine years. <laughs> Carter, that's good research you've done. <laughs> no, I, I know. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm quick, frantically looking for more details because I had it um, a while ago. Uh, okay, Is cut. this a national story by any way? Well, there's a Facebook page. There's a no. Facebook page. No. It. It's got one like. <laughs> 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 it's gonna get two. Yeah. Well, there's Side 60 active up. strikers. Oh yeah, here we go. Congress was. This is this the longest strike in history? Nine uh, years ago, union workers so. at Congress Hotel went on strike, and Friday, members of Unite Here Local One and their supporters commemorate the anniversary of the longest strike in American history. <laughs> wow. You know, there's other hotels in the city. Who's gonna play the movie? Yeah, Who, we point, are casting that. Going for the record, it's all they've got left. <laughs> What's the longest? Tr- Maybe is there like a, some sort of unemployment insurance if you're on strike for like over a year that you could just cash in? Because I think maybe that's what, this, what the I plan see Tommy, is. I see Tommy. I see Tommy Lee Jones as the bad guy. Oh yeah, as the uh, the hotel representative. Yeah, but across hey. that union. Who's the, the who's who's the union leader that's the good guy? The lovable Tom saps. Uh, fights Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oprah's gotta be in there. Michael, Michael Moore. Just because it's Oprah and Michael Moore, okay. <laughs> okay, I watched a bit of Michael Moore. It is acting movie debut. Last night. Okay. Uh, you know what have you guys seen any of his more recent movies since like Fahrenheit nine no. eleven? <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, so what it's come to is Instead of injecting his own brand of humor, he, he'll just play a 20-second internet video. Be like, is this what our country's come to? And it's like, it's a cat flushing a toilet video. Just playing yeah. that. It's like, okay. And then it's like, cities have got it tough. And you know that Cleveland uh, Cleveland video about like our whole economy revolves around LeBron James? <laughs> he just like plays that. It's like, huh, what happened to the hard-hitting journalism of you showing up at GM? And then next scene, he shows up at GM. I'm here to interview the, the CEO. It's like, you did that 20 years ago, man. You turned into a hack. 
But yeah, he's gonna well, be sure. our union. He's gonna be our union leader. Okay, we need a couple up and coming actors too. Okay, someone with at least bacon numbers I guess three or higher. They've got to be twenty seven though, because they they were working at eighteen and they've been on strike for years. Throw Jay, Jay Baruchel yeah. needs to be Luke, Luke Perry. Luke Perry <laughs> at forty five. I started work when I was yeah. sixteen. Yeah. He was a bellboy. He's the bellboy, <laughs> young Luke. <laughs> oh, that's good. Do you think they still yell so at scabs put, oh, every course, morning? Why not? When they come in, <laughs> they still show up. Nine to years—that's only satisfaction yeah, they get. What's the longest strike in history? Well, there's it has to be. Th- there's passive strikes too, I'm sure. Like where they just don't show up at the picket lines and go find other jobs, but they're still, yeah, we're on strike. I'm searching this right now. Longest strike, longest strike in U.S. history. Oh, guess who owns the hotel? Who? A, a Syrian national. <laughs> so Wahid's involved. Wahid owns the hotel that... <laughs> Wahid, you're not being clean with us. Yeah. And they just won't buck up. You know what? The You know what? I think we're not going to document in the movie the full nine years. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be about the first four years. And you know how it's going to end? June 16th, 2007, Barack Obama, running for president, joined the picket line briefly. He promised to return as president. He has not arrived yet. Damn you, Obama! Obama! Obama. (laughs) Oh, I got blood taken last weekend, and I got a giant bruise on my arm. That's what happens when you get blood drawn in Jordan, (laughs) in a living room. (laughs) What? Not a hospital <laughs> setting. It was very weird. This sounds like here's a, how it worked. We, Leonardo we DiCaprio, Russell Crowe movie. <laughs> we didn't have work visas, so the school flew us to Jordan for three days because you have to be out of the country for three days. Okay, there's some kind of rule. So we went out. First night we just partied. Second night we got up at like nine. I mean, second day we got up at nine. Got blood taken. Got our fingerprints done. And got an X-ray of our chest, and then the next Sounds day we had more Jesus. Why did they need that was... bio? Why did they need that biometric data? <laughs> oh, they want to know if you have AIDS or not. Kuwait is big on the AIDS. Really? You're not allowed in the country. Straight so up. How would an X-ray of your chest? No, they take the blood. The X-ray is to see if you have tuberculosis. I think. Oh yeah, TB. Pretty sure I don't have that. You could have just asked me yes was, or no, but I was pretty sure that had that had been eradicated, but uh, <laughs> it only existed in hey. like the National Microbiology Lab. You know, I got a free trip to Jordan out of it. They test you for scarlet fever. So, so did they give you re- results back or polio? Uh, well, that guy, I'm leaving Kuwait in a few days. <laughs> what about the blood alcohol level, man? I was. I actually. I legitimately asked the nurse. I was like, you know, we were drinking a lot last night. She's like, don't worry. You can't. Apparently, you can't drink away the AIDS result in a blood test. 
that may have been offensive. Sorry. Um, yeah, so basically, yeah, we flew to Jordan. We hung out to the Dead Sea. It's very cool. You just walk in, and then you're walking on the ground, right? You're walking on the bottom of the, of the sea, mm-hmm. and then it starts to go above your head, and you're just still walking. It, isn't that how most very cool. bodies of water work? You just... I guess so. No, you start floating. No, I well, like floating. Well, Trevor doesn't know how to swim, so he just kept walking. <laughs> no, but I, I floated. My head was above. You could do. You could lay on your back and read books in the Dead Sea. Yeah. Not kidding. So cool. Stings the junk like <laughs> crazy. But you know, once you get over that sheer pain, I got some of the Dead Sea water in my eye. Bad idea. It's like basically taking a salt shaker and sitting in it. <laughs> Actually, it's that bad. It's like crazy potent. Like if you get it in your mouth, it's like disgusting. Oh, uh, seawater is bad enough. Yeah, I imagine dead seawater. Dead sea. I was asking the driver, um, why is the dead sea full of salt? Right? You know, I'm like seriously asking. He goes, oh, because <laughs> Jesus did. I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want the fake reason. I want the real reason that the Dead Sea is like. <laughs> I just got him right off. I was like, nope, not hearing this story today. I'm paying you a lot of money to drive me here. <laughs> and I don't need this. Data. I don't need, I want Bill Nye answers, please. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we went to the Dead Sea. What else did we do? Um, it's cool. There's lawyers that li- like live on the streets outside the courthouse of Jordan. And they'll just, if you need a contract, they'll just write it for you right there. Straight up, write you any legal document you need. And then you just walk in and get it done. Hmm. You divorce? Just do it, go there? Yep, straight up. Want to se- sell your wife for a couple donkeys? <laughs> no problem. They got a contract ready. Because I think every contract has to be written from scratch. They're not allowed to copy them or something. That's the rule. Yeah. Okay. So they have to have like real written contracts for everything. So it's just these little lawyer dudes. Hmm. <laughs> Got it off. So the your visa, um, handwritten one. Yeah, right. What else happened to Jordan? Well, the first night we got in and we went walking and we ran into a bunch of rat kids, like fourteen to fifty year old boys who had never seen women before because we were walking with some girls that stayed with us. Like we all went together, a bunch of teachers and these boys mm-hmm. were all over the girls. It was basically like a Michael Jackson video where like droves of men walking down the street, like tried to like show off for girls as they walked. Oh, just sweet dance moves and stuff. Yeah. It was crazy. And we, and we were in the middle of it, trying to like defend <laughs> these poor women. And, uh, <laughs> just with your dance moves back. Yeah. I was dead. Da- <laughs> it was, I basically got to dance, fight them off. And then, so they, they took us for like a 45-minute walk to, a, to a, a restaurant in Jordan. And it was amazing. And as soon as we got there, the restaurant was like, oh, thanks for taking the beer, boys. He's like, now get out. And he like kicks them. <laughs> he, like, he like threatened them. It was awesome. He <laughs> saved the day. What else we got? Um, I was at uh, some, I think, basically there's businesses here that are, the exact same business as like back home. Okay. With like one letter changed. And they just like steal it because there's no like copyright. Yeah. Like, like there's a restaurant that's just a McDonald's logo turned on its side. Nice. <laughs> and it's because and it's, they don't have to pay anything. 
Um, and did, so, did they sell like McDonald's food? Say? What did we do? We went. Nice. Some of them sell the exact same stuff, and they just don't care. Same There's price no or is it at a discount? Uh, same price. Cheap oh. food here is so cheap. I had a Big Mac in Kuwait. It's the best, one of the top three Big Macs I've, I've ever never had. Never actually, really. The beef patties are beef patties are. Never had a Big Mac before. My How? Life. Never had a Big Mac. But we got. But Trevor, we got the Alberta <laughs> beef here. Oh, shut it, Stephen Harper. The, the Big Mac beefs are the, the beef is the burgers are actually bigger here. Oh, it's actually a big burger, and the bread is fresh. It's, it's like, like all saucy. Hamburger. It's really good. Yeah, it's like the Big Mac used to be back in the day. What's the craziest thing you've eaten? Um, <laughs> what have I ordered by accident? Let's see. Um, you know, I've been keeping it pretty, pretty uh, by the book here. I don't really take risks. I've had some Thai food. It was great. I mean, oh, do we eat in Jordan? No, we've been keeping it real. It, you know, you can't go wrong with things made of beans. People love their beans yeah. and lentils yeah. and stuff here. Big fan of them, so... Then I'll get some shawarma. I found a dry cleaner that basically pays you to do your dry cleaning. Nice. Why? Found a found a bread guy. This guy gave me six giant pieces of like naan bread. Mm-hmm. Like giant. Six of them. Fresh. He takes the dough and he cuts it and he bakes it in the oven for you. How much do you think that should cost? Six giant pieces of fresh bread baked in front of you. Right on the street. Uh, more than the first six dollars. more than that. Okay. No, no, no. Here's what we paid. We paid one, 120 okay. fill. 120 fill is the equivalent of... Okay, that's... 120 fill... I don't even know how to do the math on it. One, one Kuwaiti dinar, one Kuwaiti dinar is worth three and a half Canadian dollars, right. okay? So this was like 10% of... <laughs> For so six 35 cents. Man. Nice. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> like we paid. It was like nothing. It was it, it. It was nothing. It wasn't money. You know, it was. It was more than that. I can't remember. I can't do the conversion. Let me do it right now. Oh, hey, I'm stressing out. Do your math before you get on the. Before you get on I'm the sorry, mic. I'm sorry. I have. I have my currency converter here. Don't worry. I'll get it. Oh man. And then and then you can get like hummus. Like a giant vat of freshly made hummus for like three hundred fill. Well, is it Safeway? A little yeah. vat is like sending back eight bucks here. Oh no no! Here, let's see. Canadian dollar. You want to go Canadian or American? Canadian. Okay. So what you're gonna do? Point one two. Oh, hold on, I'm captivated. <laughs> <laughs> you. So yeah, no. Point one two. Jordanian dinars is, yeah, it's like thirty cents or something. Under a dollar would have sufficed, you know. Just and save wow. just the last five minutes. <laughs> Three hundred. This is awesome. Food here is so cheap. Yeah, for fifty cents I got hummus. A vat of hummus for fifty cents. <laughs> I love how you're so excited. <laughs> you don't pay just... people here. <laughs> 
Three bucks for two pairs of pants and two dress shirts dry cleaned. Three Canadian dollars. To get cleaned well, it would or cost to just the buy. same to just buy. Dry cleaned. Okay. <laughs> yeah, get them custom made. Throw them out the next day. No, three dollars for two shirts, two pants. Oh, I, I don't do dry cleaning here. I'm not that fancy. I'm not Mr. Fancy. Trevor. I'm never I'm never washing clothes again. <laughs> Ever. They can dry clean my gitch for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm texting this guy and I'm getting texts back in Sanskrit from some angry guy who's phoning me too. It's like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't speak English. I'm like, dude, I think you have the wrong phone number listed as your own. Sure enough. He put like, he basically ended up putting a hundred dollars on a phone that somebody else's. No. And are you cutting your nails? <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> you sick hey And sometimes bastard. you know, just look at them. They're a little long. Got to give them a trim. Oh no! All right. Yeah, no problem. Well, we shall jet. Thanks for doing this, Patty. Yeah, thank you, Trevor. Uh, how you t- how you taking that fantasy to there, Trevor? <laughs> we just shut your f-ing mouth. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. She had long hair and a short mini skirt. I just got on stage dripping, pouring with sweat. I was walking through the crowd, and guess who I met? I whispered in the air, come to the picture booth so I can ask you some questions to see if you're 100 proof. I asked her her name, she said blah, blah, blah. She had nine, ten pants and a very big bra. I took a couple of flicks and she was enthused. I said, how do you like the show? She said I was very amused. I started throwing bass, she started throwing back mid-range. But when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange. Then when I asked, do you have a man, she tried to pretend. She said, no, I don't. I only have a friend. But you say he just a friend, and you say he 